This is Colorado Springs with Kevin James Bond. I'm a real estate agent who talks about Colorado Springs, real estate, city news, and my favorite spots. Come along. There is so much to talk about here in Colorado Springs. So much has happened this week. Let's talk about it right now. So we've got an upcoming mayoral and city council election. Got the ballots in the mail. So that was, you had on the ballot, you've got the mayor and you've got like what, 12 candidates running for mayor. Uh, there's city council members and then you got to choose three. And then if you're in district three, you get to choose an extra person. And then there's tops. So you get to vote on whether we get to extend our uh, parks program, just putting extra money into our parks and setting aside the tax money in the tops program. So do we continue doing that for another, what, 10 years or something like that? And that's it. It's a pretty short ballot. So um, there are a lot of uh, videos and podcasts on the candidates that are out now. So, I mean, back like a week or two ago, it was not a whole lot. And that was when I was asking a lot of questions. And now uh, I think pretty much everything has been answered. I, I just I haven't seen all of the podcasts and all of the videos uh, that everybody has done. So... I've seen enough to know, you know, my own decision, but ultimately it's, there's like up in the air questions that never got answered. So there's things like, Hey, uh, you know, so you've got Norwood, the developer who is putting a million dollars into the Wayne Williams campaign for mayor. And you can say, okay, so he's bought by Norwood in a sense. Uh, and then, so there's a lot of people online who are like, Oh, so he's bought. I'm like, well, what does that mean exactly? Like, okay, so he is going to do uh, something that's in the interests of the housing developer and build more housing in Colorado Springs. So if you want that, I, this seems like this, okay, then that doesn't seem as a no, as a non-issue. But if you don't want that and you're like, hey, I don't actually want more housing, just leave it alone, then this would be a clear like, oh, yeah, this, they're all for pushing extra housing. Well, that's exactly what they're doing. And if you don't like that, then don't vote that way. Um, Sally Clark is uh, similar where she's getting campaign funds from another developer. So, uh, you know, similar uh, potential future issues, I guess, with having, you know, your like bought out by this developer or potentially beholden to whatever they want, you know, or you get buddy buddy with them. I don't know. The question that never got answered for me was the, when the 128% water rule was established here in Colorado Springs, is that, so as I'm understanding it, Norwood, the developer, the biggest developer here is exempt from that 128% water rule. And does that mean everything that they've ever built is not being included in this percentage for the city? Or does this mean everything that Norwood builds from here on out is not included in that percentage? And either way, why is particular housing not being included in that? This is supposed to be an accurate percentage amount of how much water we need for the city to have before we start building extra houses and condos and townhomes and whatever. And so if you're excluding a developer out of that, that seems kind of stupid on top of shady. So there's that. On the other hand, 
this is all that we talk about in Colorado Springs and in Colorado. It's unaffordable housing. And it comes with a cost. Somebody has to pay for it. So whether it comes out of our tax dollars or whether it's coming out of our, I guess it is because the city allocates a certain amount of, you know, what incentives uh, toward developers, toward new construction. So, I mean, the reason that classic homes and Vantage homes and Oakwood homes and Campbell homes, all these different, the reason they're all challenger, they're all out here because they're getting incentivized to build out here. They're making a profit to build out here, and they're getting incentivized by the city and by the state to build out here. So if you take away those incentives, there's less reason for them to build if they're not making a profit. And they're not making a profit off of the small homes. They, they're they building these big homes, these bigger homes that it, there are not entry-level, starter-level homes. They're building the bigger ones because those are the only ones that they can actually make a profit off of. On the other hand, Wayne Williams is endorsed by current mayor John Southers. So if you like John Southers and if you agree with John Southers, then I feel like that has some clout for Wayne Williams to have the support from John Southers, to have the support from Sheriff Royball and then from the firefighters as well. So the question of, is Wayne Williams going to make decisions that are in the city's or the resident's best interests, or is he going to make decisions that are in his own best interest or in Norwood's best interests? And I don't know. I mean, I, I don't have a lot of historical experience with the specific decisions that Wayne Williams or, you know, his time on city council that he has passed or not passed. So if you got some historical info on how he has voted when it's come to affordable housing in the past, uh, let me know. Put a comment down below. He had mentioned that Norwood had put together uh, some bill or there was something recently that he had voted no on, even though it was Norwood had tried to push it through. So uh, you could look into that. Um, I know that, uh, to give you another example, so the El Paso County Commissioners, so uh, there's five of them. And so they all, it was on the news that they all, actually, I don't know if it was on the news. They all uh, got the ones that are currently serving, the ones that won, all got at least a third of their campaign donations from Classic Homes. So... I mean, do what you will with that info, but then there's another news article that just came out recently. I'll put a picture of it up. The El Paso County Planning Commission denies a recommendation for 450 homes near Black Forest. So this is something that Classic Homes was trying to push through and get a development going over there. And because the residents said, no, we don't want that, uh, the commissioners said, okay, well, we won't do it. and like I said, a large chunk of their funding comes from Classic Homes. So to say no to that, I feel like is an example of where they're not necessarily going to vote in favor of the developer's best interest just because they have some money coming in from that. So I'm, that seems good to hear. And again, if you've got something to the contrary, you know, let me know in the comments down below because I'd like to have an informed decision. But, you know, as far as, you know, the decision of mayor and, uh, well, I guess just to start, yeah, mayor 
after having seen everything, there, there's, you know, maybe three or four people who have some, I, I feel like a good head on their shoulders. They seem to know what they're about and what they would want to do. Um, there's some weird ones in there for sure. Um, and then with uh, the city council candidates, uh, I didn't give as much attention to them. Although, I mean, there's a lot, and I watched stuff on them. It's just, it wasn't nearly as interesting as, you know, the mayoral decision. Now, I had somebody show this, uh, send me a link to this, because I had no idea that this bill was in play or that it's being proposed, but... You know, I, I'm assuming there's a lot of bills that come through that don't get approved, so this is nothing new. Uh, but this one is called HB 23-1190, and it's called Affordable Housing Right of First Refusal. Concerning a right of first refusal to purchase qualifying multifamily residential property by a local government. So basically what this is, is you, if this bill were to pass, it would require that before you sell in the whole state of Colorado, before you sell your property officially to somebody, you have to let the government know about it. And they have 14 calendar days to preserve their right of first refusal, an additional 60 calendar days to make an offer, and must agree to close on the property within 120 calendar days of the execution of an agreement for the sale and purchase of the qualifying property. So, I mean, if, excuse me, if that sounded nuts, yeah, it is. I'm just like, wait, what? You just, okay, so the government has the option to come in and say, we're going to pay for this, and we're going to buy this property instead because we want to use it for affordable housing purposes. I, You know, I don't know what they're, you know, there's no... Uh, provisions that I can see in here on, okay, what are they going to rent it out for? You know, maybe it is, and I just missed it. But this all applies to both multifamily and single-family residential properties. All of them. All of them would have to go through this process of letting the government decide if they want to buy your property before somebody else does. And I went, are you out of your mind? I mean, talk about overcomplicating a process for no reason whatsoever. If the government wants to get involved and buy a property, let them buy it on the open market. But this just says, okay, well, now you have to create an office with a few people who are going to look at these applications for like, oh, do you want to buy this property before I sell it to this person over here? And you have to get them involved and decide if they're going to do it. Like, do you realize how long you're going to drag out the process of trying to sell property here? I mean, if you're looking for something to decrease the demand for affordable housing here, I feel like this would be it. This would just really kill the deal. But so that those are the highlights that I saw on this. And if, oh, if you don't offer your government any local government you have to like put a notice out and if you don't actually do that they can fine you fifty thousand dollars or thirty percent of the purchase price of the property how insane is that that if you don't give them that option that they just and i just thought it was way out of left field bill i i don't expect it to pass um but uh the uh, friend of mine who sent it to me was just very concerned about you know, is this going to be a new situation? Um, I don't think so, but if it were to be a new situation, that would really uh, put a dampener on all Colorado-based housing purchases, wouldn't it? 
And then I just saw this one. This isn't based in Colorado Springs, but this brought up a very interesting possibility was, you know, you see the 3D printed houses, right? You see them on TikTok, you see them on social media. They're just like squeezing them out like glue with a machine. And you're like, why can't we do that here, right? Okay, so $99,000 to build one of these right here. 100K to build affordable housing now i'm not sure how big this is but i mean if you see the picture here it looks like rather tasteful you know the way i mean that, that's the the concrete that they poured out you can see how they just made the wall i guess but so I, i'm sure if we go down here you see some okay there's this dude in the cowboy hat that's probably the founder <laughs> okay so okay so you can see yeah here's a picture of them like doing the print of the walls and stuff if you could do that here in colorado springs and just make the zoning and that's what the multifamily uh zoning um, i'll pull that up so you can look at it is all about is trying to make it easier to uh just relax the zoning restrictions so that it's easier to build just different kinds of housing so if you could build something that you know maybe it doesn't look the same as a traditional house let's say it better not look like that what is that oh that's a amphitheater okay so but yeah if you can just build anything um more than 2,000 square foot house with a separate 300 square foot one bed one bath accessory dwelling unit that's cool i don't know how expensive that would be to build but um yeah do they say like how much uh what the square footage of this would be to build no and then look, you got something like this, the city council, who, I mean, how many of them have been, I don't know anybody else on the city council who's getting a lot of their funding from developers, but it could be, I just haven't looked into it. So, uh, but the city council approves purchase of more than 1000 acres of open space on the city's east side, the design phase of the proposed wild horse open space on the southeast side of Colorado Springs can now begin. We told you yesterday about city council approving seven and a half million uh they just um oh, seven and a half million from the tops budget to acquire just over 1,000 acres um so they're gonna work on that so an open space park area is what they're planning for here and so if we look at, what did the map i didn't even look at the map can i look at the map can i look at the map <laughs> is this a video oh shoot okay have access. Bill Folsom went to parks leaders for some answers. Where those trees are in the distance is the Wild Horse Ranch property. It has gone from a proposed open space now to reality because city council just okayed the money to finalize the purchase of the land. For people anxious to get out and use it, there's going to have to be some patience. The Plains to Peak view is a big part of what makes the future site of the Wild Horse Ranch open space appealing. Colorado Springs City Council also voted to pay millions for the land because more park options like this are needed on the east side of the city. Look for those opportunities. That's cool. So yeah, you get to have an extra park right there. So, oh, there's the airport. Okay, so it's going to be like just east and northeast of the area is what that whole little spot looks like. Open trails, you can walk, take your dogs. Yeah, that'll be really nice. That, notice they're not turning that into homes. 
because back when like a year or two ago when they were looking at annexing like all this additional land on the east side and i think east of the airport was included in that um yeah there was the possibility i suppose to turn that into homes but i think it's better i mean you don't really necessarily want a house right next to the airport do you as you have them all like just west of the airport so but you know it also yes there's not you know as many big park spaces so i think that'll be really nice and if you have been noticing more states more cities are starting to pay attention to those forever chemicals those pfas last i heard hawaii or honolulu was uh noticing small amounts of forever chemicals in their water system so now you got this report colorado will start putting one of the country's most comprehensive pfa laws into effect next year so it's it, drink some crap water in the meantime but you know fountain just got a new water filtration system to specifically deal with this and it's because they specifically had problems with firefighter foam being used down there and just getting into their water source or i don't know if it was that or if it was the military base down there that was emptying some stuff into their water system but regardless uh yeah it's all over the place now they're testing in animals in the rainforest they're testing in everything you know every remote place has got the forever chemicals and now it's just we're trying to get it out and so one of the things that i've considered here in springs is a reverse osmosis uh system so if you just go to like home depot or walmart lowe's or you know what any of those uh stores and get those primo uh water systems you know just this five gallon buckets where they're just if you do the reverse osmosis that will remove everything including the pfas so you don't need to get extra fancy i i don't know why this is taking so long to make sure that our water is clean but if you're really concerned about it and you want to get taken care of right away i had looked into having a reverse osmosis system installed in my house so as opposed to going to the store often and getting all these buckets which sit in the plastic water you know the plastic bucket anyway you can get the system and have it installed like at the base of where your water comes in through the whole house and it's a couple thousand bucks but you know then you've got water that's for sure clean and you don't have to worry about this ridiculousness where you know now because like uh last late last year early this year they had advised us don't drink the rain water the rain water is not safe to drink anymore and i'm like you know i'm just drinking like you know stick out your tongue snowflakes you can't do that either you can't drink out of a hose because it's just you know all this water is bad and it's just you have to be careful about it now and make sure that your water is clean and so we're, we're seeing this now where our state is actually taking uh some they're finally taking a look at this and seeing what they want to do as far as well, yeah labeling requirements for textiles and food packaging because it's in there too it's not just in your water it's in your products and so they're having to regulate not just the water but just everything that this is in so we're going to be seeing a lot more about pfas if you haven't already heard about them aside from the political news uh let's talk about chickens and eggs because there's no egg shortage that i've seen here but eggs are expensive and so a lot more people have resorted to just getting chickens you know if you've got a backyard you get a house go get some chickens you know and you can even be in the suburbs because you can have up to 10 chickens in city so and actually i think their pueblo 
there was a news report on Pueblo having, you could have up to 12, and now they've just increased it. You can have up to 20. So uh, they're recognizing that this is something people want, and it's not something that people are generally against, you know, unless your chickens are making noise all day and just, you know, because they can, but, or, or roosters, you know, because you can have chickens, but you can't have roosters because they will tend to make more noise but so the chickens for the spring they sold out you know and they're like big r is like out within an hour of getting chickens in and then they just get them in and you know from they ship in from uh, the post office and then they go pick them up and then they're taken they're all gone within an hour and then i don't know how much this is happening particularly here locally but i was hearing news reports just generally about people ha returning their chickens their baby chicks uh, or just, I guess, I don't know how old they are, but you know, they just, they realize they can't take care of them or they don't want to deal with, you know, I didn't realize how much work this was going to be like, well, yeah, they do poop a lot and they're not generally indoor, you know, they poop a lot, you know, they really should go outside. So you know, there is maintenance. You do have to take care of them. You do get eggs. And, you know, if you're not a bird person, you know, I guess you'll find out fast, but uh, so we got a few more baby chicks, and so you might hear them in the background here, but, you know, at some point they'll get old enough to where we can actually, you know, have them outside. We'll have to get a second coop for them, likely, but in the meantime, we'll have a bunch of eggs, and it'll be really nice where we, you know, on top of having eggs and not having to pay these outrageous prices that, you know, we're expected to pay now for eggs for no reason, just have your own chickens or find somebody that's, you know, got chickens and will give you some fresh eggs because they really are way better quality here when you get them when you have your own chickens there is still a police officer shortage there's still a highway worker shortage uh you know for the county uh there's a lot of jobs you know in those departments open um and if you're finding other jobs uh, that are hiring, let me know, because I, I like to let people know. But uh, Microchip is hiring, and then uh, Integris uh, is also hiring for workers. So there are jobs, uh, not necessarily all you know types of jobs, but there are definitely jobs here available. Uh, there's also been a lot of incidences uh, in the past year or two of puffing. So that's where somebody leaves their car running and then get stolen you know they're running it in their driveway usually and then they just leave it unattended to warm it up and then somebody just comes in and takes it for a joy ride and they find it a few days later um motor vehicle theft is uh, a big one here in colorado springs and colorado in general so it's just best to watch your car don't leave it unattended don't leave it on unattended especially and if you can keep it in the garage please do you know if you have the space if you can make it work please do because so many people including neighbors you know i'm on the next door app and they're like oh my car got broken into i'm like get it in the garage like you know then they can't because the truck doesn't fit or they you know they got too many cars or whatever but too much stuff but i'm like that's why they they don't go and steal anybody else's stuff so and, you know if your car is in the garage they don't have that problem but not everybody can do that so
those are the news highlights that I have for you. If I missed something or if you want to comment on some additional news thing, please let me know and put a comment down below. And if you are interested in buying or selling a home in the Colorado Springs area, I am a licensed real estate agent in the state of Colorado, and I would love to help you with that. Thanks for watching. I hope you got a ton of value out of this video. Do me a favor. If you haven't already, please click the like button. Hit the subscribe button if you want to see more content like this and I will see you in the next one. Thanks for listening. If you liked this podcast, please give it a like and a subscribe. Have a sunshine day.